What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Houston Astros Baseball. In this episode, we will uh, talk a little bit about the roster. Not a whole lot going on. Uh, Some free agent news. A couple of guys that the Astros may have been interested in uh, have signed somewhere else. Uh, I've had some personal health issues myself, and uh, I was going to share that with you. Uh, A couple of Astros... Uh, I I don't really remember one of them, but the other one, Luis Valbueno, dies in a tragic car accident in Venezuela, I believe, while they're over there in the uh, Winter Baseball League, so a little bit more about that. And then uh, someone I met a while back when I first started the podcast, his name is James, and he is an Evan Gaddis blogger, and I really wanted to catch up with him and talk to him about Evan Gaddis. Uh, why he's a big fan of him, and uh, what the future holds once Evan Gaddis is no longer a Houston Astro. All right, so some Astros news. Do you remember when the Astros picked up Chris Herman off of waivers? This was uh, November the 2nd. So while the Astros were setting their 40-man roster, I believe we talked about that last time, um, they had to offer everybody contracts, and they did not offer Herman a contract. So he is now a free agent. So you wondered, why did that happen? I was talking to uh, Mark Yu over the texts, and I just couldn't figure it out. A few days later, they signed Robinson Chirinos, a one-year deal uh, I believe pretty close to six million dollars last season. He batted uh, two twenty-two with eighteen homers, which was his career high. A three thirty-eight on base percentage. Um, we're not spoiled here in Houston uh, as far as having awesome catchers and having catchers that can like hit in the three hundreds. So. This is just about what the Astros are pretty complacent with. Uh, He is 34 years old, and uh, I guess he could be a good leader. Uh, I don't know. I kind of do like the 18 homers. 
The 222 batting average is a little low for me. Uh, Brian McCann, who I think would be better than that, although he is struggling with injuries, he went to the Atlanta Braves on uh, November the 26th. Uh, so are the Astros still going to be in the market for a catcher? Uh, Luno said, as of now, he's pretty comfortable with Chirinos and Max Stassi being their two catchers. So we'll see what happens there. Okay, so um, in another uh, podcast, I talked about Paul Goldschmidt. The Astros had interest in him, but you could put that to bed. He got traded to the St. Louis Cardinals. Not sure if the uh, Astros were trying to get in on the Patrick Corbin uh, sweepstakes, but he signed a six-year, $140 million contract to play with Washington, and that is just not the kind of money that the Astros are going to pay somebody. I came across a story that said there's some outfielders that Houston should look at. This isn't Houston's opinion, and it's not mine. It said a, it gave a list of three guys that could uh, join Springer and Reddick in the outfield. In my opinion, we already have Tony Kemp, which I'm fine with that. And as I said before, Kyle Tucker, I mean, we have to get him out there, see what he's got, or we got to trade him. I mean, I don't really see any uh, reason to sign an outfielder, but as I said before, I am not a GM or a manager, so we'll see what happens. But anyway, just for fun, the three guys listed on the story was Andrew McCutcheon, the longtime Pirate, who played for the Yankees last season. A few years ago, I'd have been pretty excited about this. He hit 255 last year, nothing big. Uh, I think we're okay with the, the uh, with Tony Kemp there. Michael Brantley, 309 with 17 homers. That sounds very good, but it says here he uh, has trouble staying healthy, but those are some pretty decent numbers. And A.J. Pollock, a gold glove center fielder, uh, 257 batting average, 21 homers, but he only played in 113 games. Switching to a more sad note, on Thursday, former Astro Luis Valbuena died in a car accident, which that's what it was originally reported on Thursday, but yesterday it came to light that uh, it's in a bad part of town over there and the bad guys are actually what they do is they force people off the road by uh, putting rocks in it or whatever so someone else caused this accident just so they could rob him and Luis Valbueno along with Jose Castillo both passed away in the uh, accident and it's just pretty sad Uh, Valbuena was 33 years old and he played in the MLB for uh, 11 season. He was a free agent. Uh, I don't know. It's just too bad. I really did like Luis Valbuena. He didn't have the greatest numbers ever as an Astro, but he was fun to watch, and it seemed like he would always come up with a clutch hit or something just when we needed it. So before we move to the last segment, which is my interview with James, a big-time Evan Gaddis blogger. 
I just wanted to share something with you real quick. Uh, everybody knew I was going to uh, Oklahoma City for Thanksgiving. Really looking forward to it. Uh, something I haven't shared before with a lot of you. Six years ago, I had thyroid cancer. And so the week after Thanksgiving, I had all my doctor's appointments set up. Uh, it was my final time that could clear me to make sure that the cancer was gone forever. But I go to Oklahoma. The first night I'm there, I'm having dinner with my family. I get back home. We're watching a movie. I have the worst headache I've ever had in my entire life. I go to the emergency room the next day, and I find out that I have a brain tumor on my uh, pituitary gland. So just... As recent as last Thursday, I had brain surgery, so uh, but I'm recovering well. I got out of the hospital Saturday. I was able to watch the OU game, and then Sunday, me and my wife came home. So uh, I think it's, I guess I've been home about six days now. Uh, I was having trouble getting around, and uh, I was telling my wife how bored I was. So uh, she told me to come in here and... Uh, she said, go to the office and work on a podcast. So just want to let everybody know what happened. And uh, I am doing okay. Um, one drawback as of now is that I do have double vision. And hopefully, not sure what they're going to do to get rid of that. But it's pretty bad. And I'll be out of work for a couple of months. So uh, uh, I finally feel a little bit better to do podcasts for you. So uh Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. And uh, next segment, we'll get to our uh, conversation with James. Rob, is that Hello, you? James. Are you there? Yeah, this is me. Oh, hey. Uh, yeah, I, it, something's going on with my signal here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't do that during the recording. Okay. Well, we'll try to get it over with. We'll try to get it done pretty quick. Um, so anyway, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you have me. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to have you on like uh, months and months ago so I could talk to you about Evan Gaddis. And now the the story has changed a little because I, I kind of want to talk to you about uh, what happens now, now, now that he's going to leave Houston. Um, well, you know, I mean, that, that kind of leaves it up in the air. Um, it, it's never really easy when any player hits free agency because there's always a lot of question marks like what team are they going to sign with? How long is it going to take for them to sign with the team? So, um, so yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting to see. I mean, um, I knew going into this offseason that it was going to be it was, it was going to be a very slim to no chance that he was going to stay with the Astros. So, um I mean, maybe there might still be a chance that something happens, depending on what they do with their offseason plans or who they lose or end yeah, up not possibly. getting. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna right. be it's gonna be a very edge of your seat uh, kind of winter, that's for sure. Yeah, not much happening right now. Uh, so, what I was gonna ask you is like, have you, you've been an Astro fan your your life, right? I, I think you were trailing in and out on that last question. Okay, so 
what I was asking, were, are, are you an Astro fan that started liking Gaddis when he came to the team, or were you already a Gaddis fan before this? I was I was actually never a Gaddis fan before this because um, I had uh, started to see him play in Atlanta, where I'm originally from, and so um, so yeah, I actually was. Um, I actually was already an Evan Gaddis fan beforehand, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, depending on what happens in the off season, you know, I'm, I'm still, the Astros are still going to be my team, but um, it just may not be exclusively depending on where he goes. Of course, if it ends up, if he ends up going to the Rangers or the Red Sox, I just can't in any good capacity root for either one of those teams. And so um, we'll just have to see what happens again. That's just uh it's it's another one of those question marks that we still have to wait some time to be answered because I think it's still two months until spring training. So it's uh, still a ways away before us even finding out really anything about any of the players that we lost because I think the only one that we've really heard anything about was supposedly Dallas Keuchel being, you know, looked at by the Cincinnati Reds. So I guess we'll have to see what happens with that too. Yeah. So uh, what was it that drew you into liking Evan Gaddis? Because I don't know if everyone knows, but you have a, uh, a blog that is dedicated to Evan Gaddis. You're a huge Evan Gaddis. Well, really it was a story. <laughs> the minute I found out about what he had gone through um, in his youth and all the things that he was dealing with there, a lot of it really kind of stuck with me because um, he said that when he was doing all the things with, you know, the the pot and everything like that in high school and how he was trying to hide everybody, I can sort of relate to that, only, only it was in a different capacity because with me um, now being an openly gay man back in high school, I was still very much in the closet, so I had to hide away from a lot of people, and so that aspect of it was very, very relatable to me in that regard. And so I felt that there was like a pretty good connection there. So given that I felt like I really had somebody that I could root for. Okay. So you actually knew who Evan Gaddis was before he came to Houston. I'm sorry. What was that? I said, so you actually knew about Evan Gaddis before he came to the Astros. I did meet him uh, back in May 2014. That was uh, when he was still with the Braves. Um, I had gone to a local autograph signing. So, um, yes, before he became an Astro, I had actually met him in person, and it was a and it was a wonderful encounter. Um, he was just as genuine as could possibly be, incredibly humble, and so um, that certainly stuck with stuck with me and. Just knowing where he came from to be able to keep going at it to fulfilling his dream has already inspired me to start doing my dream because now I'm trying to pursue getting into Hollywood screenwriting. Um, It's a passion of mine that I've had for quite a while, even back when I was in college. So there's just a lot of elements, a lot of different elements here that just really, just really led me to kind of, um, use that sort of symbolic pedestal in a sense that um that that he really that he really was just kind of a champion that could be rooted for in every aspect that you can think of and now he actually has a world series ring thankfully from the Houston Astros 
So uh, I Gaddis was before he came here. No way. You know, he has the beard and the no batting gloves and yeah, the no the no batting gloves. Like I was drawn to him. Yeah, I, I just loved Evan Gaddis since since day one he got here. And I hate to see him go, but you know, once that that that, that is going to be the thing that we're going to have to see over this winter is to see exactly what ends up you know happening with him and and really what ends up happening with the Astros in general because they've already made a couple of moves. Um, obviously they're not going to be done by any stretch. I mean, there's still, again, two months until spring training, so anything could happen in that time. And obviously there are a lot more needs to be addressed this winter than there were last winter because last winter they were the, they were the reigning champions. They had pretty much all of their squad, with a few exceptions, coming back. So they didn't really have to worry about a whole lot. But now this upcoming offseason – they're losing a fairly good chunk of the championship team, so we're gonna we're gonna yeah, have to see really how they are. fill that. Yeah, the with the uh, pickup of Diaz, um, it's almost certain that Marvin Gonzalez is gonna be gone, and a lot of people are gonna be upset about that. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. I mean it. There's so many key ingredients that we had from the championship team that are just not going to be there. I mean, you think Marwin Gonzalez being the big utility guy that we had, 14 teams are already looking to sign him. So of all of all the free agents that are there from this class, from all the ones that we've lost this year, I think he's probably the one that's going to land on his feet first. And, you know, with the winter meetings being this upcoming week, I would not be surprised if we already see him signed somewhere. Whether whether the Astros are lucky enough to get him back, or whether there's some other team out there that's gonna pay him the big bucks like he deserves. Yeah, I, I think someone's gonna pay him more than the Astros are willing to pay him. That, that it, it's it's unfortunate. But it's unfortunate, but that might actually be true. You're right about that. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna go ahead and end it now. Um, I do appreciate you coming on the show. Is there anything else you wanted to add about uh, what you're up to and if any, anybody wants to follow you on Twitter or anything? Um, yeah, I'm at TVWizard85. Um, I'm sure a lot of people uh, that listen to you probably already follow me already, but yeah, if anyone's out there that doesn't, but yeah, I'm, I'm at the Twitter handle at TVWizard85. Um, you can you can read all my stuff from Fansided because I write for both House of Houston and I also uh, do some uh, entertainment articles as well. And I post them there all the time. So there's plenty of room for people to kind of see uh, what it is that I write, the kind of things that interest me, the kind of things that, you know, I look at heavily, you know, the kind of things that I'm tuned into, really. And... Um, also, also, I should say that um, I did uh, I did have this one online blog that's uh, affiliated in the Hollywood industry. They actually made a scene of my TV pilot that I pitched to them. I was one of their featured uh, TV pilots that month for October, and that video should actually be ready this coming week. So hopefully, everybody can look out for that. Uh, you get a sense of 
the type of things that I'm actually trying to pitch to Hollywood too. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm pretty proud of it, and uh, hopefully the video will reflect that good enough. So, is your uh... and you're gonna start working on solely on your uh, screenwriting? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll still be writing for Fansided, so I'll still be in tune with what the Astros are doing, and um, I, I'm still a pretty big presence on social media. So I'll still be able to follow news wires and things of that nature and be up on what is current going on in the baseball world. Um, when Evan Gattis signs with the team, I'll obviously be one of the first to give my reflection on it and just to kind of see where everything goes from there. So um, I'll, I'll still be pretty active. Um, it's just with my, it's just with my fan blog, the white bear chronicles. I, kind of wanted to sort of to bring it to a close just because of the uncertainty facing this free agency this winter and not really knowing where he's going to go or if someone's going to pick him up by spring training because you know there's still always the possibility that a, a team may not have somebody signed by the time spring training comes around unfortunately unfortunately that's how it goes sometimes I'm hoping that doesn't happen with Evan but it could so um, between the uncertainties with that and also just really wanting to knuckle down and focus on what I'm trying to achieve and aspire to career-wise, I just felt it was time to end it. All right. So uh, you really seem like you know your stuff and you do love your Astros. So uh, I was going to invite you on again once we get some more free agent movements going on, if you would be interested in doing that. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, and uh, we'll have you on again. Oh, thanks for having me on, Rob. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot, buddy. Have a good one. All right. Yeah, you too. Bye. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. I'd like to thank everyone out there for listening. Thank you, James, for joining me on the show. And we'll see you next time on Houston Astros Baseball. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.